Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hello, friends. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to our time of prayer together. I hope you had a good uh, Labor Day weekend and uh, refreshing and ready to start in with a new week of work for God's kingdom and, of course, for building the culture of life. We've got uh, some good scriptures to uh, reflect on here today uh, from St. Paul writing to the Thessalonians. So let's put ourselves in the presence of the Lord and uh, pray together. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father, for the gifts you give us, starting with life itself, without which we can have no other gifts. We place ourselves today again before you in deep repentance for our sins, readiness to not only avoid sin in the future, but to help others make progress in the ways of holiness. Bless us now as we do your work, reading your word, receiving your inspiration, receiving your spirit, enabling us to understand and practice and spread this holy word. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Concerning times and seasons, brothers and sisters, you have no need for anything to be written to you. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When people are saying peace and security, then sudden disaster comes upon them, like labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness for that day to take overtake you like a thief. For all of you are children of the light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as the rest do, but let us stay alert and sober. For God did not destine us for wrath, but to gain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, as indeed you do. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So how is it that the others, the rest of people, aside from the believers, aside from the disciples of Christ, how is it that the rest sleep? Paul says here very clearly, Let us not sleep as the rest do. What does it mean here to sleep? Obviously, he doesn't mean normal human slumber that we have each night. That's essential for life and health. He means a spiritual sleep. He means a lack of awareness in the spiritual realm. Let's specify this more precisely. First of all, being asleep spiritually means being asleep to the faith, not having faith, not recognizing that Jesus indeed is the Christ, 
the Son of the living God. Now, He has come among us. He has announced His gospel publicly. It's not like it's meant just for some select few to have knowledge of Him and for it to be kept secret for all the rest. No, the Lord Jesus spoke openly for everyone to hear. And then He told His disciples to go preach the message to the very ends of the earth. And that's been happening ever since. He wants it to be very, very public. So what we have here is a kind of sleep by which a person either is either not seeking the truth with vigor, is not interested in knowing who God is, is not even aware that they have sal- that they need salvation, or maybe they want God and they and they um, they know that they need Him, but they're just not responding to the announcement of the gospel. Do not be asleep as are the rest. Do not be asleep. You know, when, when uh, sometimes you have to correct somebody, uh, maybe it's a teenager, maybe it's uh, uh, someone that you see going astray, a friend that you feel close enough to to be able to really give them a stern correction, You see them maybe in a bad or destructive relationship. You see them maybe doing dangerous things. Maybe they're getting into bad habits like drunk driving. And and don't you find yourself sometimes saying, you better wake up. You better wake up to what's going on. Maybe someone's not managing their finances the right way and you see them headed for financial disaster. And 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 you shake them, right? Sometimes you literally shake a person. You say, wake up. Well, this is what the Lord is saying to us through St. Paul in this passage. Being asleep like the rest includes, for example, being asleep to the destructiveness of sin in our own lives. Sometimes other people see our sins better than we do. That's why we have to pray to the Holy Spirit to enlighten us about our sins. Being unaware of the destructiveness of sin in our own lives. Some people think that they're doing good and meanwhile they're going around spreading death. I was just with at the conference I participated in this past week uh, a number of former abortion clinic workers. They had lied to themselves that they were serving women And meanwhile, they were destroying them. In fact, one of them got up in front of the group to uh, which we were speaking and uh, apologized to them. She said, as a former clinic worker, to all of you who have had abortions, I want to apologize to you. Even though she didn't do the abortions of the people in that room, she was apologizing on behalf of so many of these clinic workers who are asleep. They're asleep to the destructiveness of their own behavior. And they're also asleep to something else. The dignity and value of that child in the womb. Oh, a lot of people are asleep on this point. Do not be asleep. Be awake to the value of life. Be awake to the presence of life. You know who was asleep? The rich man who feasted splendidly every day, as Jesus tells us in Luke chapter 16, and didn't give a scrap to the poor man, Lazarus, who was begging at his table. He was asleep. Lazarus was his 
brother in the human family and the rich man didn't recognize it. That's why he ended up going to hell. Not be, just because of the riches or the linen in which he dressed. Do not be asleep like the rest to the occasions of sin. You know, we all sin. And we are all tempted to sin. But we have to be aware of the situations that are likely to increase the temptations in the first place. It's, it's one thing to say we have to resist temptation. It's another thing to be proactive and say, okay, I've lived long enough, I've sinned long enough to know my particular weaknesses. And I know if I'm going to be in this situation, maybe it's, I, oh, if I'm going to be with that particular person, I'm going to have a temptation to anger or criticism. Or if I'm going to be with the other particular person, I'm going to have some other kind of temptation. This person's a bad influence on me. I, maybe I ought not to spend that much time with them if they're a bad influence, and so forth. We have to be not asleep, but awake to the occasions of sin. We also have to be awake to the occasions of virtue. Do we hear the nudges of God throughout the day? The little inspirations of His grace telling us to be good, to do good, to be generous, to say a kind word? Are we attentive to the needs of those around us? So many people are just naturally attentive. Mother Teresa was like this. You know, when I was visiting with her in Calcutta, she would be asking things like, you know, the color of my shirt. She said, oh, it's a black shirt. You know, maybe you should wear a white shirt. It's so hot here. Or, or, or do you have your everything arranged for your plane tickets? And, and, and she was always attentive to the, to the uh, needs of the person in front of her, anticipating what they might need, anticipating what might be uh, a burden of, of, of theirs. Be awake, not asleep to the occasions of virtue, to the opportunities to lift someone up, to the condition, the spiritual and uh, uh, just human condition of the people around you when they might need a word of encouragement, be awake. It also means don't be asleep about the shortness of time and about the evils of the day. You know, Jesus had told us in uh, the Gospels that, you know, we can interpret the sky and the weather that's coming. We also need to be likewise able to interpret the signs of the times. Are we awake to the fact that there's a revolution going on in America right now? Are we awake to the fact that the political battles in our nation are actually manifestations of spiritual battles. Are we awake to the fact that the left and the Democrat Party hate America and want to destroy everything that we cherish? Are we in the church awake to the fact that the left wants to destroy the church? Or are we sleepwalking and pretending that we can just be neutral when it comes to the divide in our country and in our world between left and right? This is part of being awake. Paul says, we are not of the night or of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as the rest do. We always have to have a lamp burning. We always have to have the light of Christ shining in our minds, in our hearts. We always have to be alert to the shortness of time. Remember, Jesus gave many parables about this. Remember the man who had built up the, the uh, 
the uh, barns, uh, 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 all the possessions, and, and, and the Lord said, uh, oh, you've piled up all this wealth. To whom is it going to go? Your life will be required of you tonight. Be awake to the fact that now is the acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. Today is the day for repentance. Let me go to some other passages here. The first and second letter of Peter is very strong on this, about being awake. Here's part of what it means. 1 Peter 5, uh, starting with verse 6, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time He may exalt you. Cast all your anxieties on Him, because He cares for you. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Other ways of saying, let us be awake, not asleep. Peter goes on to say, Your adversary the devil is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, solid in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood around the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. So be awake to your spiritual standing in Christ. The fact that you have died with him, you are already risen and seated in the heavenly places with him. Christ is in you, your hope of glory, as Paul says elsewhere. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. All these scriptures are spiritual realities to which we must be awake, not asleep. Some people sleepwalk through a waterfall of graces. They're endowed with every spiritual blessing in the heavens in Christ, and they don't even seem to be aware of it. That's being asleep. People get bored with spiritual things. People who go to Mass, oh, well, I'm bored. It's the greatest, most powerful intervention of Jesus Christ on earth, and we get bored? Oh boy. Peter is, um, is uh, also warning us in his second letter in chapter 3. Let me read starting with verse 8. Do not overlook this one fact, beloved, with the Lord. One day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slow to fulfill His promise, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved, and the earth and all the works that are done on it will be exposed. Since all these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought you to be in lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be set on fire and dissolved, and the heavenly bodies will melt as they burn? But according to His promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth, in which righteousness dwells. You know, when the Holy Spirit comes to us, He gives us gifts to be able to see things as God sees them, to have spiritual perspective, 
These passages are spiritual perspective about which we need to be awake. Awake of the enemies, our adversary, the devil, the evil days, the evil that is out there in the world, the enemies that are allied against us. Awake to the spiritual victory we have in Christ and the graces that are bestowed upon us. And awake about the shortness of time, the coming of the Lord like a thief in the night, and the fact that all these things that are happening, good and bad, have an end point. The judgment comes, the last things come, death and judgment in heaven and hell. Being awake means we're taking these things into account. They're actually shaping the way we think and decide things and act during the course of the day. And we are awake to the value of suffering. Peter goes into this elsewhere. God is trying you like precious metal in the fire so that at the end of trials patiently borne, your faith will be like fire-tried gold. Brothers and sisters, all of this is contained in what Paul means when he says, Therefore let us not sleep as the rest do. Archbishop Fulton Sheen said, The tragedy of life is not in what we suffer. The tragedy of life is in what we miss. What we miss because we're asleep. Don't miss it. Let's keep awake and that's what's essential for building a culture of life. That we're awake, not only to the value of each and every life, but to our responsibility towards those lives. Awake to the reality of that child in the womb who we, we must serve and of that despair of that mom and dad, which we must transform into hope. Be awake because hence advances the kingdom of God. Let's pray. Father, we turn to you today with intercession for all your people, starting with the weakest, the ones that we pay the most attention to, the children in the womb. Pour out your protection upon them. Pour out your hope into the hearts of their moms and dads and families. Pour out your blessing on all of us who seek to protect them. Enable us, Lord God, to search and to find the graces that you bestow on us each day like a waterfall. Let your people be awake. Let them be awake to grace. Let them be awake to the temptations to sin, that they may reject them. Father, give uh, your uh, loving and caring answer to all the prayers and all the needs of your people, whether it be consolation in sorrow, discernment in indecision, strength in carrying out the demands of their vocations, financial or relational help, healing of wounds. Give all that your people stand in need of as we pray for all, for all one another's needs today. Bless the church, bless our civil government, bless those who are running in these elections for public office, bless President Trump and his team, the great work that they have done and will continue to do for this country. Bless all the voters with wisdom and with persevering action. And bless us now as we pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray to our Heavenly Mother. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. All right, thanks, friends, and uh, continue to support our work. ProLifeGift.org, ProLifeGift.org. Check it out or call us at 321-500-1000 and our staff will talk to you about how you can help us and be involved in all our works. 321-500-1000. Bless you and we will talk to you soon. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.